28th sign is the prophecy regarding the death of Atmaram's children. Accordingly, within 20 days, two sons of his died. Witnesses to this prophecy are those members of the Jamaat who were with me during the court case in Gurdaspur. 29th sign is a prophecy about the demotion of Lala Chandulal, extra assistant magistrate, Gurdaspur. Accordingly, he was transferred from Gurdaspur to Multan and posted as a sub-judge. 30th sign. There was a person named Dawi living in America. He claimed to be a prophet. He was a bitter enemy of Islam and aspired that he would exterminate Islam. He believed Hazrat Isa to be God. I wrote to him, challenging him to a Mubahala prayer duel with me. With it, I also wrote that even if he did not accept the challenge, God would still destroy him. This prophecy was published in a number of American newspapers and also in our own English magazine. The end result of this prophecy was that he was dispossessed of property worth hundreds of thousands of rupees. He was utterly disgraced and he was stricken with paralysis to the extent that now he cannot move a single step on his own. People carry him everywhere. According to the American doctors, he is beyond treatment and will probably die within a few months. 31st sign was the prophecy about my exoneration in the murder case which Dr. Henry Martin Clark had filed against me. Thus, in accordance with this prophecy, I was found innocent. 32nd sign is the prophecy regarding the tax case. Some mischievous people had filed a complaint about me to the British government that my income amounted to thousands of rupees and it should be taxed. God Almighty revealed to me that they would remain unsuccessful. This is exactly what happened. 33rd sign. A criminal case was fabricated by the police against me in the court of Mr. Dowie, Deputy Commissioner Gurdaspur, with the intent of having me sentenced. In regard to this, God Almighty informed me that the perpetrators of this act will be frustrated, and thus it happened. In this context, God Almighty told me, meaning that we fought with the sword, and as a consequence, the enemy was destroyed, and its resources were also destroyed. The enemy here refers to the deputy inspector of police who had falsely framed the case out of enmity. In the end, he died of the plague. 34th sign is that a son of mine had died and my enemies, as is their wont, were overly jubilant at the, his death. At this, God granted me the glad tidings, saying that instead another son would soon be born. His name would be Mahmud. I was shown his name inscribed on a wall. It was then that I published this prophecy among thousands of friends and foes by means of a green handbill. Seventy days had not yet passed since the death of the first son, when this son was born and he was named Mahmoud Ahmed. 35th sign is that after the birth of my previous son, Mahmoud Ahmed, God gave me the glad tidings of the birth of another son. This too was publicly announced by means of a handbill. Accordingly, the second son was born and he was named Bashir Ahmed. 36th sign is that God gave me the glad tidings of the birth of yet another son after Bashir Ahmed. This too was published for the people by means of a handbill. Thereafter, the third son was born, and he was named Sharif Ahmed. 37th sign is that after this, during my wife's pregnancy, God Almighty gave me the glad tidings of a daughter and said concerning her, meaning that she will be brought up among ornaments, that is, she would not die young, nor would she face privation. 
Accordingly, a daughter was subsequently born who was named Mubarka Begum. Seven days after her birth, exactly on the day of the Akika, Islamic celebration of the birth of a child, the news was received that Pandit Lake Ram was murdered in conformity with the prophecy. Thus, two signs were fulfilled at one and the same time. Thirty-eighth sign is that after the birth of the daughter, I was given the glad tidings of the birth of a yet another son. In keeping with the previous practice, that happy news was publicly announced, and then a son was born and he was named Mubarak Ahmad. Thirty-ninth sign is that I was informed through divine revelation that another daughter would be born, but she would die shortly thereafter. Therefore, that revelation was communicated to many people beforehand. Later, that daughter was born and died a few months later. Fortieth sign is that after that daughter, the glad tiding of another daughter was given whose words were the daughter of noble ancestors. This revelation was published in either one or both the newspapers Al-Hakam and Al-Badr. A daughter was then born who was named Amatul Hafiz and is still alive. Forty-first sign is that some twenty to twenty-one years have passed since I published a handbill that God had promised me that he would grant me four sons who would live long. In my book Muwahibur Rahman, on page 139, is a reference towards this prophecy in the following words. Footnote start, this reference text appears in Rohani Khazain, volume 19, page 360, published in 2008. Footnote end. That is, all praise and encomium belongs to Allah the Almighty who bestowed four sons upon me in my old age and thus fulfilled his promise that I shall give you four sons. Accordingly, those four sons are Mahmoud Ahmad, Bashir Ahmad, Sharif Ahmad, and Mubarak Ahmad. All of them are alive and well. Forty-second sign is that God had promised a fifth son in the form of a grandson, this prophecy is recorded in the same book, Mawahibur Rahman, on page 139 in the following manner, meaning that God gave me the good news of a fifth son who was destined to be born as a grandson in addition to the four, that he would certainly be born at some time. I received another revelation about him which was published long ago in the newspapers Al-Badr and Al-Hakam. It runs thus, meaning that we give you the glad tidings of yet another son who will be a nafila grandson, that is, the son of a son. This nafila is from us. Thus, some three months ago, a son was born to my son, Mahmoud Ahmad, who was named Nasir Ahmad, so this prophecy was fulfilled after four and a half years. Forty-third sign is that I had prophesied in my book, Gashti Anu, Noah's Ark, that we would not need any vaccination in the time of plague. God would himself protect me and all those who are in my house, and comparatively, we would remain safe but some of those vaccinated would suffer loss of life. Indeed, this is what actually happened. Some of those who had been vaccinated suffered to the extent of losing their eyesight, and some suffered malfunction of other organs. Most of all in Malakwal, District Gujarat, as many as 19 people died from the vaccination at the same time. 44th sign is that Abdul Rahim Khan, son of Sardar Nawab Muhammad Ali Khan, Chief of Malakotla once fell sick due to severe typhoid fever, and there appeared to be no chance of survival. He seemed as good as dead. Footnote start. 
The said Nawab migrated from his state headquarters and has settled down in Qadian since the last five years. He is one of my early followers. Footnote end. At that time, I prayed for him and learned that it was as if an immutable decree. At this, I humbly submitted to God Almighty, O God, I intercede on his behalf. In response to this, God Almighty said, meaning that, who can dare intercede for anyone without the permission of God? At this, I felt silent. Then, without a pause, I received this revelation, meaning that permission is granted to you to intercede. Then I started praying with great pathos and fervor. Thence God Almighty accepted my prayer, and it was as if the boy climbed out of the grave and the signs of health appeared. He had become so frail that it was a long time before he was able to regain his original form and become healthy. He is still alive and well. 45th sign is that Mawi Nuruddin, a sincere friend of mine, had lost a son. This was his only son. At his death, some imprudent enemies expressed great jubilation at the thought that Mawi Nuruddin had been left without issue. Upon this, I prayed for him a great deal. After the supplication, I was informed by God, in response to your prayer, a son shall be born. As a sign of the fact that he would be born exclusively as the result of prayer, I was informed that he would develop multiple boils on his body. Accordingly, the son was born and was named Abdul Hayy. Multiple boils of an unusual nature appeared on his body, the scars of which are still present. This sign regarding boils had been announced through a pamphlet before the birth of the boy. 46th sign is that at a time when there was no trace of the plague in any district of the Punjab except one place, God Almighty revealed to me that the plague would spread throughout Punjab and every locale therein would be afflicted by the plague. Death would be rampant, thousands would succumb to the plague and many villages would be totally ruined. I was shown that black trees of plague had been planted everywhere in every district. I therefore publicized this prophecy in this country by means of thousands of pamphlets and periodicals. Soon thereafter, plague broke out in every district of the Punjab. As a consequence, as many as 300,000 lives have been lost so far and people are still dying. God Almighty said that the plague shall certainly not leave this country until these people change. 47th sign is that a person named Jaraguddin of Jammu was a follower of mine but later retracted and claimed to be a messenger and said that he was a messenger of Isa, Jesus. He called me a Dajjal and said that Hazrat Isa had bestowed upon him a staff with which to kill this Dajjal. I prophesied concerning him that he would die of the disease of God's wrath, namely the plague, and that God would destroy him. Footnote start. See the booklet Defense Against the Plague and a Criterion for the Elect of God. Footnote N. Accordingly, on April 4th, 1906, he died of plague along with both his sons. 48th sign is that I had prophesied concerning Mirza Ahmed Bayer of Hashiarpur that he would die within a period of three years. Accordingly, he died within the time frame of three years. 49th sign is that I had prophesied concerning an earthquake as was published in the newspapers Al-Hakam and Al-Badr that a powerful earthquake is destined to strike and become the source of terrible devastation in some parts of the Punjab. The entire wording of the prophecy is as follows. The shock of earthquake, temporary residences and permanent ones will be wiped out. 
Accordingly, that prophecy was fulfilled on April 4th, 1905. 50th sign is that I had also prophesied that this earthquake would be followed by another earthquake during the time of spring. One text of this prophecy was, Spring has come around again and God's word has again been fulfilled. Thus, that earthquake struck on February 28, 1906, and much damage was caused in mountainous regions due to loss of life and property. Fifty-first sign is that I had made another prophecy that the earthquakes would take place one after the other for some time. Of them, four shall be the major ones, and the fifth will be like doomsday. Accordingly, earthquakes still continue to happen. Hardly a couple of months pass during which no earthquake occurs, and it should be remembered with certainty that after this, great earthquakes are going to appear, in particular the fifth earthquake, which will be like doomsday. Addressing me, God has said that, All these are signs of your truthfulness. Fifty-second sign is that when the mischief of Pandit Dayanand was like a guru to the Aryas, crossed all limits, I was shown in a vision that his life would end shortly. Thus, he died in the same year. I communicated this prophecy to an Aryan named Sharampat, a resident of Gadian, long before its fulfillment, and he, Sharampat, is still alive. Fifty-third sign is that Pishambar Das, a brother of the aforesaid Sharampat, was sentenced in a criminal case to a prison term of perhaps a year and a half. Being in a state of dire distress during that time, Shadambat requested me for prayer. Therefore, I prayed for him and thereafter I saw in a dream that I had gone to the office where the registers containing the names of the prisoners were kept, and in those registers the term of imprisonment of each prisoner was recorded. At this, I opened the register in which the duration of Bishambar Das's term of imprisonment was inscribed, and with my own hand I reduced his term of imprisonment to half of its length. When an appeal was made to the chief court regarding his imprisonment, it was shown to me that the end of the case would be that the file of the case would come back to the district court, and the term of Bishambar Das's imprisonment would be reduced by half, but he would not be acquitted. I communicated all these details to his brother Lala Sharampat before the end of case became known. The entire matter unfolded exactly as I had foretold. Fifty-fourth sign is the prophecy about the execution of Malvi Sahib Zada Abdul Latif, the martyr, that is recorded in Brahin Ahmadiyya. Fifty-fifth sign is the prophecy about a failure on the part of Mia Abdullah of Sanaur. He himself is a witness to the fulfillment of this prophecy. Fifty-sixth sign is that I had made a prophecy regarding my marriage in Delhi. I had communicated this revelation to many people who are still alive. In this connection, Brahin contains this revelation, indicating that this marriage alliance will be with Sayyids. Recall my bounty, you have seen my Khatija. Footnote start. Hazrat Khatija, may Allah be pleased with her, is the maternal grandmother of all Sayyids. Therefore, this revelation contained the hint that, firstly, my wife shall be a Sayyid by descent, and secondly, it contained the prophecy that a large progeny will be born from her offspring. Footnote and 57th sign. There is a prophecy recorded in Brahim Ahmadiyya regarding Malvi Abu Said Muhammad Hussain of Batala, that he would endeavor to declare me a disbeliever and would write down a petition for a verdict to declare me a disbeliever. 
58th sign, there is a prophecy recorded in Ibrahim Ahmadiyya that Mawlid Nadir Hussain of Delhi would issue a verdict proclaiming me a disbeliever. 59th sign, the prophecy about Sheikh Meher Ali of Hushyarpur, that is, I saw in a dream that a fire broke out in his house and that I had put it out. It contained the indication that he would ultimately be released as a result of my prayer. I informed Sheikh Meher Ali about it by writing this entire prophecy in a letter. After that, in accordance with the prophecy, he suffered the hardship of imprisonment. Then, in keeping with the second part of the prophecy, he was released after the imprisonment. 60th sign. Later on, another prophecy was made concerning Sheikh Meher Ali, that he would be afflicted by another grave calamity. Accordingly, subsequently, he suffered paralysis. His condition is unknown since. 61st sign is the prophecy about the death of my brother, Mirza Ghulam Qadir. I received a revelation as if one of my sons had died. Oh, uncle, you played away your life and left me deeply sorrowful. This prophecy was also communicated to the same Ariyah Sharampat ahead of time. This revelation meant that my brother would die an untimely and sudden death which would cause much grief. The day I received this revelation, or a day earlier, a son was born to the aforementioned Sharampat, whom he named Amin Jan. He came to me and informed me of the birth of the son whom he had named Amin Jan. I told him, I've just received a revelation. Oh, uncle, you played away your life and left me deeply sorrowful. However, its meaning has not yet been disclosed to me, and I am afraid it might well refer to your son, Amin Chand. For your visits to me are so frequent, and occasionally one happens to receive a revelation about someone who is in close contact. He was alarmed at this statement, and the moment he went back home, he changed the name of his son and named him Gokal Chand instead of Amin Chand. The boy is still alive and is a reader in the resettlement department of some district. It was later disclosed to me that this revelation was an indication of my brother's death. Accordingly, my brother died suddenly two or three days thereafter, and that son of mine was grieved by his death. Sharampat, who is an extremely prejudiced Arya, became a witness by getting involved in this chain of events. If you ask why the meaning of the divine revelation was not disclosed at the very moment, my rejoinder is that the meanings of the Quranic acronyms have not been disclosed even until now. Who knows what Taha, in Surah Taha, chapter 20, verse 2 of the Holy Quran means. And what Nun, in Surah Al-Kalam, chapter 68, verse 2 means. And what Qahayarinsad means. In Surah Maryam, chapter 19, verse 2. Moreover, about the verse, the host shall soon be routed, of Surah Al-Qamar, chapter 54, verse 46 of the Holy Quran, Hadith reports that the Holy Prophet said, I still do not know its meaning. He also said, I was given a bunch of heavenly grapes that was meant for Abu Jahal. I could not understand its implication until Ikrimah, his son, embraced Islam. Also, he had said, I was shown the land to which I was to migrate, but it did not occur to me that it was Medina. In short, such objections arise in the heart on account of ignorance about the ways of Allah.